if he doesn't love pets, specifically dogs, it's a deal breaker. It just can't happen. So there's a new dating app that she really needed. It was launched specifically for people with pets. Caitlin Ross dug into the new venture with her digital series, Canine Kate. It's about all news about animals. Animal lovers in Atlanta are falling in love with Dig. Oh, we've been giving out lots of kisses. Sharon Saha knows her dogs steal the show. She set up a kissing booth at the launch party for the Dig dating app. Who doesn't love a kiss from a, a dog? Turns out there are people who don't. That's why the founder of Dig created the app in the first place. A few years ago, my sister was dating a guy who tried to be a dog person for her. But by the end of the relationship, he didn't want the dog in his apartment. He'd put towels down on the couch so the dog didn't touch anything. And she said to me, I wish I just knew from the start that this wasn't going to work because of my dog. Lee Isaacson wanted people to form meaningful relationships around one of the most important things in their lives, their pets. She's found connecting over animals brings people together quicker than the traditional dating scene. You bring your dog with you on a date, you let your walls down. You can't go on a date and pick up poop and still try to act pompous, right? They just launched in Atlanta, but have rolled out the dating app in several different cities over the past year. It's totally free to download and already has thousands of users. Everywhere we go, we just see people's eyes light up. Like, I get to show off my dog as the main part of dating and just a really more compatibility-focused type of dating app. So people have really loved it. Since it's still so new, no one has met and gotten married off the app yet. I hope they find love. And, you know, I hope that love benefits each other, but also the dog in their life or the future dog in their life. And you don't even have to have a dog to be on the app. You just have to love dogs and want to find someone you can eventually love a dog with. Day podcast radio show with Bruce Hilliard today and every day reaching out for innovative ideas in every way today's show is brought to you by your future it comes with a lifetime guarantee dig it, it lends itself to a lot of uh, Puns, like reading off your website, Dig is a great way for dog lovers and dog owners to find compatible dates in an otherwise rough dating world. I, I thought immediately yeah. a dating app for dogs, I, I would call it three dog night, but that would imply you're spending the night together. So that's probably not good. Oh, man, the amount of ideas we've gotten from our users. They were like, you need to come up with one called Bone, which can be more like the, okay. the hookup version of the app. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like you've probably heard everything by now. Mm -hmm. I definitely heard a lot of them, but I love when people are able to surprise us with new ones. You know, like you said, rough can fit into a lot of different things. And uh, all, everyone... You know, everyone loves a dog pun. Yeah, see if you're barking up the wrong tree or howling at the moon or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So anyway, tell mm -hmm. me all about it. It sounds very interesting. I just heard about it recently, and I looked at your website, and it looks pretty cool. Sounds like a great idea. Aww. Thank you. Well, Dig is the best way for dog lovers and dog owners to find a compatible match and plan a dog-friendly date right from the app. So you're logging in and you're saying if you're looking for someone with a dog or without a dog, 
Uh, we know not all dogs get along. Maybe you just want to find someone who will love your dog as much as you do. Or maybe you're trying to grow the pack and find someone with multiple dogs. We have all of those options. Uh, but the main thing for us is making sure you're truly compatible. This is connecting people based on such an important piece of their lifestyle. You know, 70% of people who have dogs now sleep with their dog in their bed. And so when you're thinking about long-term relationships and compatibility, you have to make sure you're on the same page here. Well, wow, 70%? Yeah. No, no. Um, especially, you know, the uh, the single younger age group. You know, there's uh, no one else sharing that side of the bed. So uh, let the dog up. So you're doing a, a launch in Seattle here coming up, I see. Yeah. So what we do is we travel across the country and we throw these big dog-friendly events uh, city by city to get the word out about DIG, but to really celebrate dogs and love in each community. And so what we do is we gather as many local dog businesses and rescue groups as possible, put them all together in a really fun atmosphere and just offer an opportunity for everyone to meet each other. You know, the dog world is so fun, but the veterinarians out there rarely get to meet you know, the boarding group people and the groomers rarely get to meet the, you know, uh, stay-at-home mom making the dehydrated chicken jerky, right? <laughs> and so this is such a fun opportunity that's not like a stuffy business trade show, but for the dog community to really get together and then also have all of us dog lovers really benefit from it. A place to bring your dog, meet like-minded people, and get a lot of free treats. So your sister and you put it together. How did you come up with the idea? Yeah. So a few years ago, my sister was dating a guy who tried to be a dog person for her. By the end of the relationship, he didn't want the dog in his apartment or he'd put towels down on the couch so the dog didn't touch anything. And she said to me, I wish I just knew from the start that this wasn't going to work because of my dog. We put our heads together. We, we started looking into it. 55% of Single adults in the U.S. are pet owners with dogs leading the way and the dog industry booming with more and more people getting dogs every year. So we knew that this was already part of dating culture and that with the shift of people really looking towards niche dating apps in the dating community, we knew this was a great opportunity. Well, that's good. I come from kind of a dog background myself. My dad was a veterinarian. I just own new dogs. I've never known not having a dog. So it's kind of kind of strange, but yeah. I, I appreciate that. My neighbors all have dogs, and they bark and run and play, and the neighbors are always apologizing to me, and I'm like, no, I'm, fi <laughs> I'm fine with them. Bring them over. I want them, you know, so... But yeah, I understand. Well, when you get, you know, just relationships, even between neighbors, you have to, you know, be on some sort of understanding of a dog level, right? Like you said, if you weren't a dog person, you probably would be annoyed by those barks or uh, by accidental, you know, poop left behind um, nearby the houses on the walks, that kind of stuff. So, you know, dog people just understand each other on a different level. So has anybody done this with cats? Doesn't really make any sense because the cat really doesn't care, you know? <laughs> we get the question a lot. Um, I say if we make a cat app, it would be more like a Skype because <laughs> you would have to show each other your cats from home. Uh, one of the best parts of Dig to me is um, the, the ability to plan a dog-friendly date. And you really don't have that infrastructure for taking your cat with you. Now, it's getting more likely. There's CatCon out in California, which is wild, and <laughs> cat carriers. But, you know, the dog world is just booming at such an explosive level. You know, you've got 
dog-friendly hotels, airlines becoming more, you know, at least conscious of being dog-friendly, um, dog-friendly restaurants, breweries, so many places, you know, hikes. Um, there are, you know, uh, local governments spending more and more money on things like dog parks because they understand the importance of offering that opportunity to their communities. And so we really wanted to focus on what's going to help in terms of getting you off your phone, out of your house, with your dog meeting other people. You've really researched this. This, this is fascinating. I, I'm learning all kinds of stuff here. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, my background is in TV news reporting. I used to be an investigative reporter. And before we got started with this, we really wanted to make sure that we weren't alone in thinking this was an opportunity, right? We wanted to make sure there was enough people out there. And gosh, did we find out that we were absolutely correct. You just see the whites of people's eyes when they learn about DIG and they get so excited that, you know, you feel that comfort when a dog is with you out in person. So, like, you're more comfortable talking to other people maybe at the dog park than you would if you were on a walk by yourself. Um, and that comfort kind of translates into your digital life as well. You're able to have something to talk about right away. You can comment on their dog photos and ease into conversations so much more. And then as you start talking to people, the conversations you're having are really about your lifestyle. You know, when you talk about your dog, you're really talking about how much time you spend at home or away, how much money you spend on your dog, you know, where you where your priorities lie in terms of um, travel. All of these things that really do matter for all relationships come up very quickly when you're talking about your dog and you're learning about someone else. Uh, and so it's really fascinating to see how quickly people are just connecting and deciding to meet uh, through Dig. What, what hit me right off the bat is... Uh... I've never really used uh, dating service type stuff. Um, and I am single, but it just seems so contrived to me that somebody's most likely going to put a Photoshop picture of them up that's been around for a while. And you could say, you know, I've invented a cure for cancer. I um, invented the Saturn V rocket and I have a Nobel Peace Prize or whatever you want to say, you know. I think if you meet somebody with their dog and how they interact and, and if the dog's neurotic as a bed bug or whatever the situation might be, you can learn a lot about people, I think. And it's it's much more real. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think we've had any Photoshop photos of the dog. I have to go back and check that. But you're, they're putting something real up there for sure. Uh, no, but you're totally right. You find out so much. It's very hard to be pompous on a date when you're picking up dog food, yeah. right? So you're really, <laughs> you're really letting your walls down and getting to meet that other person much more quickly. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's hard to flex when you're bending over picking up poop, I guess. So it's a, it's a <laughs> photo op. Yeah, it, it's true. And, uh, but like I say, how people interact with their, their dog, I think, says a lot. It's just me. Oh, yeah. And what kind of dogs did you have? Well, we had... Uh, Poodles mainly, and uh, dad would breed the poodles. So we had a poodle that had six or seven litters and gave them all away. But as a little boy, that was cool because I always had a box full of puppies to play with. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, yeah, and, and he always said if, if uh, these were miniature poodles, not toys, not standards, the middle-sized ones. And uh, he said if, if that kind of dog gets hit by a car and doesn't survive, no dog would have. They're very athletic, very well put together. And after that, we had Black Labs, which is, I think, the most popular dog in the United States. Uh, they were all great, great dogs. I didn't. Uh, That's so fun. Yeah, yeah, I didn't use them uh, in the 
context of meeting people, but I've heard of people getting a puppy, especially guys, and as a way to meet women. But I don't know. I, like oh, I said, yeah. I've never tried it. Um, I think I'm too shy. I don't know. I think, you know, that that is what helps the shy guys. That's what we hear so much mm. is you're not just put on the spot to talk about yourself. And you've got, you know, one of the best uh, first date locations that we always suggest is the dog park. If you're able to have a dog, and you've got a lot going on and, you know, your attention's kind of diverted just enough uh, that if it's awkward, it's, you, it can be, you know, uh, written over as just having to go check on the dog or, or talking to other people around you, that sort of thing. I just think that the dog opens up so many more opportunities to let your personality shine where the focus isn't on you. So how does somebody go about finding this? Well, you can search for Dig Date. Um, it is available for free on both the App Store and on Android. Uh, I do love to mention, too, that on Instagram, all of the photos we use are actually um, photos of adoptable dogs. So any marketing you see of Dig anywhere or our Instagram post features adoptable dogs from the Louisiana area. Um, we're, we're headquartered in New Orleans. Uh, and so we work with the local SPCA and NOLA Bulldog Rescue, great, actually, great. Um, for all of our photos. Super fun. Um, you know, working with rescues across the country has been such a blessing. They not only help us get the word out, but you're kind of already talking about finding love for those dogs. And you're you're kind of expanding that to finding love and making sure all the relationships in the house work together. And so getting to promote the rescues, feature them at all of our events. Um, we've got rescues uh, who will be at our Seattle event with some adoptable dogs, um, and we always have that at all of our events. So it's just always such a, a, a great blessing for us and a huge help, um, hopefully, for each other. Uh, but, yeah, you can find us on any social media website at DigDates and search on um, digdates.com uh, to learn more and read lots of fun stories about dog-friendly date ideas, um, upcoming events. Uh, figure out how to partner with us. If you know a dog-friendly business that wants to work with us, we do a lot of really fun things like giving away treats from different companies to people who send in the greatest date idea or date story, um, which are always really fun to read as well. Well, I will put all your links, information, and whatnot on the website. And uh, in the meantime, I have the musical question for you. What kind of music do you like? What kind of music do you listen to? <laughs> this is such an important question in my life right now because I'm actually planning my wedding. Oh. And so, you know, <laughs> you know that the type of music you like and you listen to can be a little different than what you want to play at your wedding. <laughs> but I'm trying to incorporate everything, you know, much more. Um, you know, I've got my R&B moods. And then, you know, there's a lot of times where I really like to, to take to singing and we'll listen to, you know, anything from, you joked earlier about Mary Poppins, but I just went to see Aladdin and sang through the whole movie too. So uh, <laughs> trying to mix a, a good um, mix of music that everyone will like, but definitely in depth right now, trying to figure out what is the right way to go for a New Orleans wedding. That's exciting. Well, I love what you're doing. It has good all over it. <laughs> The, everything from the dating aspect to I'm sure the dogs kind of like it too they're very social and uh, but the rescue part of it really lights up that's that's a good thing oh yeah absolutely and like you said your dad's a veterinarian we got we've gotten to work with some of the coolest veterinarians across the country we can turn to them when there's questions about you know 
heat exhaustion and reminding people that, hey, you might want to take your dogs on this outdoor date, but it's 105 degrees in New Orleans right now. Here are the things you need to know, right? And so making sure that everyone is safe and happy in all of these scenarios is only going to help you and your relationship, right? You don't want to start off on a, a horrible foot because somebody gets hurt or you're not introducing the dogs the right way. You know, you really want to make sure the dogs are meeting in neutral territory. That's why we suggest the dog park over meeting at someone's house, right? You never know what's going to make a dog reactive or, you know, if they're going to get territorial. So making sure you're setting up the date in the most comfortable and and safe way possible is only going to help for the long-term relationship. Well, great. What kind of dog do you have? I have a German short-haired pointer. And um, she's phenomenal. She doesn't go with me to all of our events. Um, she is wild and certainly a handful. We go on like three runs a day when I'm home. Um, but she is super, super wonderful. My sister has a Cavapoo. So it's a King Charles Cavalier Spaniel Poodle Mix. Um, and Layla does come to all of our events. She is phenomenal at traveling on JetBlue. <laughs> and uh, she will be there um, with her big smile on at the uh, Seattle Dig event this Thursday. Here's how weird I am. I watched Wizard of Oz a couple of days ago, and I found myself watching Toto the whole time. That dog yeah. that dog had the time of his life filming that thing, I swear. <laughs> Probably got a lot of treats. You're absolutely right. They totally steal the show. <laughs> yeah, the over, the over the rainbow scene where the dog's sitting on the tractor seat. And it offers its paw just at the right time. It's like, come on, did you rehearse this? How did you get the dog to do that? Beautiful. But I digress. Uh, yeah, well, I thank you for your time. And uh, like I said, I'll be sure to post everything. Thank you. Yeah. Well, our event this Thursday is absolutely free. Um, we just ask that people download Dig or share Dig in some way. And you really should come out and just support the local businesses. Um, we've got... Just Food for Dogs um, is the name of one company providing fresh samples so you can try kind of fresh whole food. There's a really cool company called Fresh Patch. Um, They actually do subscription grass services. So if you live in an apartment and it's hard to get outside and you have a small dog, it's actually a monthly grass that comes that can sit inside your apartment. Um, So you can try out the grass training pads there. We've got a pet photographer who's going to take like headshots of your dog. So if you do want to go on digs, you can have a great, perfect professional photo of your dog right from the event and, and so much more. Um, we also have adoptable dogs from Dog on Seattle, Seattle Humane Society and Forever Home Dog Rescue. I'm really, really excited to meet Old Dog Haven. They um, do all fostering for senior dogs or dogs that have been abandoned in the past. Um, and so, you know, Seattle is just such a phenomenal dog city filled with these incredible rescues and and nonprofits doing amazing things for animals. And so if you're interested, you can bring your dog, you can come alone and meet the adoptable dogs, meet other people, but we will be there and we are so unbelievably excited to come meet all the dogs in Seattle. Dig officially launches in Seattle with a dog-friendly party at WeWork Lincoln Square on Thursday, July 11th from 6 to 8 p.m. That was Lee Isaacson with Dig, Can You Dig It? Oh, and Lee, congratulations on your wedding. On behalf of the Better Each Day podcast radio show, we wish you the very best.
listening to the Better Each Day podcast radio show with Bruce Hilliard. We'll be back with a new horizon, but until then, honor the future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. And we're all just trying to make the next day a bit better.